My name is Sarah Cunningham. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm the founder of Free Mom Hugs. So what inspired you to create Free Mom Hugs? In Well, I have a gay son and um, he, uh, I have two children and our youngest son is gay. And when he came out to us, I didn't take the news very well. I behaved badly and it was a journey, uh, but now I celebrate him and accept him wholeheartedly. And, uh, but I, in that journey, I met the gay community and uh, just started hearing stories about how uh, members of the community had been alienated and separated from their families and church homes. So in 2015, I made a homemade button that read free mom hugs. And with anyone who made eye contact with me, I would offer them a free mom hug. And from that experience started the nonprofit free mom hugs. So when you go to events, uh, what is what was the reception early on? Well, um, for example, when I went to the very first Pride Festival wearing that button, the first hug I gave was to a beautiful young woman who said it had been four years since she got a hug from her mother because she's a lesbian. And um, the stories were like that all day long. And I went covered home, covered from head to toe with glitter. Uh, but I also, I just went home with those stories and that's when I knew that there's a need here. And so I just tried to be that loving presence in the lives of those who need it the most. And I have to remember that I was a mom that had trouble accepting my son in the beginning. It was a journey. It didn't happen overnight. And I had to, you know, re-examine everything that I believed um, because I had absorbed this idea that homosexuality is wrong. Um, but now I believe it's a gift. So how is it, it just, you know, started at, as an idea of, uh, by you and now it's, you know, all over the place because I, I follow you, uh, on Facebook and you see so many cities and so many people a part of it. Did you ever think it would be like this? No, I never would have a million years imagined that free mom hugs would be what it is today, but I couldn't be more pleased um are happy about the just what we can offer is a platform for people to show up and through that we have chapter leaders and volunteers all over the world so dedicated and and just so um ready to pour into this community in such creative loving profound ways so what are the things that uh motivate you just in general? Um, honestly, fear and ignorance. Uh, I know the power of fear and ignorance. Um, uh, a good example of that, uh, a terrifying example of that is what just occurred in Colorado Springs. Yeah. And it's reminiscent of, as you know, the nightclub. And it's just terrifying. And we're hearing from the community that we serve that uh, my son said it best. It's like, where can we go? You know, just um, with the transgender um, debate, with the attacks against the transgender community, Michael, we had uh, moms with transgender children making up a list of where it's safe to raise their children. And when something like this happens 
and the bill being debated about the Marriage Equality Act and the, or um, not the Marriage Equality Act, beg your pardon, with issues like the Equality Act and the Respect Marriage Act. It's just, it, it brings about a lot of anxiety in the communities asking, where can we go? Where can we go? And anyway, it's just a very frightening time, a lot of anxiety within the community and their families. And it's overwhelming at times, but I have to stay focused on people like you who are using your platform to try to elevate and educate and bring about awareness to issues that some people may have no idea what's happening. Well, like what you said, it just bring awareness. What are ways that people can just listen and not be so ignorant? And these, I think, yeah. Yeah. To me, when I use the word like fear and ignorance, that's a place where I, where I know very well, I lived there for several years. And I use the term respectfully because in the way of being ignorant, I lived in this bubble and I didn't have a lot of gay people around me. I thought I was okay with people being gay until it was my son, but I didn't know where to look for resources to help my son, to better understand my son and the community. I was in my forties before I knew about the significance of a little gay bar in New York city called the Stonewall Inn. And that's the power of education and love. So to be approachable and allow and for people to share their stories so people can learn from each other. Moms learn from other moms. And what I would have done to have a mom like me now speak to the mom like me then. So the best way to help is just love and educate. We have to educate, whether it's in schools and churches, um, in the media, wherever we can, with ever who will listen for as long as possible. So I like what you said with, you know, I wish there was a mom helping me, but you're helping a lot of moms. How is that, you know, trying to help people who maybe came from uh, your point of view? Mm -hmm. Well, it's been very fruitful and uh, my church friends will recognize that language. Fruitful as in the way that it, it's, it's empowering, it's lasting, it's nurturing, it's healing, it's bringing about goodness in life when families can have authentic relationships with their children. And so that um, is what I see. But it's oftentimes when a parent has a child come out to them or someone they love comes out, then suddenly they want to have coffee and that's okay. But until they are kind of against the wall and having to have that conversation, um, Typically, it doesn't happen. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. But So I want to ask, where did the logo come from? Uh, well, hold on one second. <laughs> this is the original button. Okay. And from that, I had a colleague that knew a graphic designer and made that logo. But what I love about it as you can see on my shirt here too, is that, and the t-shirt, is that it's very simple. Yeah. Um, it's just sends a message whether you can use your words and, and actually giving a hug. I just heard from someone the other day who was wearing their free mom hug shirt and they were at 
uh, coming out of the veterinary office, coming out of the vet. And um, someone saw it from a distance and they acknowledged each other. And then they wrote in and, and sent me a private message telling me how, how much it meant to see just the logo. And um, anyway, so the logo is recognized worldwide and it just sends a message that I'm, I'm a strong and faithful ally. I'll celebrate you and I honor your marriage and I will advocate in laws that affect you. So what I like researching on, on Facebook is you talk about, you know, there a lot of the pride events happen either summer or a, one part of the year. What are some of the things you do on the rest of the time? Mm-hmm. Well, pre-COVID, the only requirement that we have for our chapter leaders is that they show up at a pride festival. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, back that up. The only requirement that we have on our chapter leader and volunteer is that they are fully affirming. That means they'll celebrate the community, honor same-gender marriage, and that they show up at a pride festival. And oftentimes it turns into much more than that. They'll show up at a pride festival, they'll meet the community, and they'll see the needs, whether it's volunteering at a second chance prom or creating a clothing closet. So a lot of the times there might be some collaboration with other organizations, um, or we do something on our own, like care packages throughout the year, especially during the times of uh, COVID. And we have card riding campaigns. Uh, We um, have national pride rides. We have a national tour. We're planning a a convention soon. Um, The beautiful thing is it just allows for that platform for people to show up. And what California needs is different than what Arkansas needs. So we just try to meet that need. And sometimes we don't know what it is until we just get in the thick of it. And then we find a way to do it. So with COVID, I like that you brought that up because I live with uh, mental illness and during that time was tough because you can't see a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So how was it just to, you know, be there like a phone call away from people who need the help? Well, I tell you, um, Days prior to COVID, I was in a position where I could quit my full-time job and go to work for Free Mom Hugs full-time. And so, uh, and in the meantime, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis acquired the rights to a book that I wrote and she's making a movie. And then all of this thing, all of these things are happening. And then suddenly COVID, I felt like we were about to go into warp speed. Yeah. And like someone just pulled the plug. And we had to get real, like, what do we do? And everything that we do is based on a physical touch. So thankfully we had our social media following. And that really is what got us through it because we were able to keep people connected through our social media. A lot of people aren't even out unless it's through like a free mom hugs or a safe space on social media. You know, people complain about social media, but I've seen such love and healing and wonderful things from the power of social media. And so that with that, we were able to keep the people, the community to uh, connected. And that really is what got us through COVID. And then uh, we had a colleague, our secretary is getting ready to send a care package to her child. And we thought, why can't we can do that? We can send care packages. And so we did that and card campaigns, just anything to let people know. And then, 
we started national pride rides where you could stay in your car, you decorate it accordingly, and you drive through a gay district and you just remind people that we're still here. We're not going anywhere and, and still, you know, staying within that COVID because we didn't, we didn't have any in-person events during COVID. Of course we didn't. Right. No, (laughs) that was the challenge. And I like what you said with social media, there is so much, positive that gives so many people a voice to share you know good stories not the ones you know the politics and everything else you think yeah it's it's easy to get bogged down but uh there's so many groups support groups there and i I don't know where we would be without social media so i want to ask how what are some of the things you've learned from your son during this journey no, so many things. Um, I've learned that when a child is sharing their most tender, intimate parts of who they are, no matter what age they are, if it's if they're seven or seventy-seven, believe them and allow that space and the vocabulary for someone to have that conversation with you. I don't assume anything about anyone. Um, their appearance, gender orientation. I don't assume that anyone. Um, And I truly do just enjoy, um, enjoy what he brings to this world. And I, I realize it, it came at a cost where I missed an entire adolescence of his life and I could have lost him, you know, but we're together and we work through a lot of good things. Um, but I, I, I continue to learn from him every day. And I hope uh, he learns from me too. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've I learned a lot so. together. <laughs> we've learned a lot together. We really have. What does he think of uh, the <laughs> organization? Uh, I Well, he's uh, just the, the very best ambassador of Free Mom Hugs. And um, he's seen the healing that can come from seeing other people celebrate the community. And we hear from members of the community from all over the world saying how it just helped them because a lot of times there might be some internalized homophobia even within themselves. So um, just just love and seeing that. And he's a hel- he's a huge help too. He helps. Because it's important, his side of the story is just as important. Um, and he has a perspective that that's not mine. So, um, yeah. The The last thing I want to ask is, where do you want to see Free Mom Hugs in the next three to five years? I would love to see Free Mom Hugs uh, nationwide. And I would love to have scholarships, free mom hug scholarships for top surgery, for uh, health and well-being for the community, safe housing, even basic needs like a bus pass when you need it or help with the phone bill, just like a mother would, just to be that loving presence. And right now we're doing uh, the very best that we can do to support 50 chapters and they're doing a great job, but I would like to see a point where we can really get into scholarships and uh, even, you know, with, with schooling, anything 
to those who've been alienated from their families. That's that's where I want to see. Can can you tell me a little bit about the you brought it up uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis uh, doing the movie? Uh, is there a latest on that? Well, we have a script and we have a green light. We just need time. COVID bumped everything back on a very busy schedule, and so. Um, I don't mean to sound vague about it, but it's those, that's where no, we're no. at. We, yeah, we still have a contract and I just, just fingers crossed 2023 will be the year. Uh, but she is amazing and she's just brought to light so many wonderful things about the organization. She loves the mission, very supportive. In fact, she was, um, you know, a huge, huge reason why I was able to quit my job and work for full free mom hugs full time. So I just, we wouldn't be here without her support. Well, how can uh, people reach out and find you? The best way is freemomhugs.org. You can find your state chapter there. You can uh, find free mom hugs merchandise, like a shirt, anything that represents the uh, organization helps and um, resources. If you're a mom, just hearing the words for the first time or just ways of being a better ally and just get plugged in. And, and of course, give, you know, giving Tuesdays coming up. Yeah. We've got, uh, we're in need of monthly donors, just anything that we can do to equip our chapters to serve where they're at is the goal. And some, it just, sometimes that takes money. <laughs>